Kate Wheeler in studio with Christine Bentley, and you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Thank you so much for tuning in. Did you know that a new royal has arrived in Toronto? For the first time since 2012, Medieval Times has unveiled a fresh new storyline, and this time a woman is holding the reins. Whoa! About time. Yep. So we're going to be joined by Peterborough native Mallory Green, who portrays the queen who is now in charge and the sole ruler of the land. That's pretty cool. And and get this, more than 200 team members and 20 horses trained and rehearsed new lines and fight scenes for three months while still presenting the former Toronto show. We even have a few free tickets to give away, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Did you take, oh, take I, your kids I can't down even there? tell you countless birthday parties. You know, you you do everything. You mm-hmm. do Chuck E. Cheese, you do that, you do Wonderland, <sighs> you do... But they loved it. Kids love it because there's this... I mean, there's a play, a, a real live drama unfolding in front of them. Meanwhile, they don't have to use a knife and fork. They can just dig in yep. like little piglets. <laughs> <laughs> now, back in May, we told you about Participation House Markham's Fashionable Gala, which raised funds to help them build an accessible van provide support to adults with physical and developmental disabilities at seven locations in Markham. Now, they have another event coming up. We're going to hear all about that. And it includes golfing. And, of course, it is all for a great cause. I don't golf. Do you? No. I've tried so hard. And as much as I try, I could care less if the ball ends up in Bangkok. I mean, I can't make myself care where it ends up. And you need to care that it ends Yes, where yeah, it that ends would up. be the, the purpose yes, of the game. I know. And plus, I have no eye-hand coordination, among other things. Another thing I can't do is sing. But uh, musicologist Eric Alper is going to be talking about songs with a spoken part in On the Record, and if you're planning a road trip, maybe you're even on one right now. Travel expert Candace Derricks is going to share her favorite destinations in Ontario, plus tips from Caltire to make sure that your car is up to the job. We'll also have some tips to help spot melanoma and stay sun safe this summer with Annette Sear, the founder of the Melanoma Network of Canada. And closing out the show in our live studio sessions, we have Toronto Legends Crack of Dawn. So don't go anywhere and make sure to follow us on social media at What She Said Talk to join the conversation. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she said. Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Majestic. 
A new royal has arrived in Toronto. For the first time since 2012, Medieval Times has unveiled a fresh new storyline, and this time, a woman is holding the reins. About time. Joining us now is Mallory Green, who portrays the Queen, who is now in charge and the sole ruler of the land. Welcome to what she said. Must we bow? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> I, I must say, even for a royal, I'm I'm in total awe of the fact that you're wearing this very heavy uh, yes. uh, costume or or legal dress, or uh, no, royal dress. Yes, my royal and dress. And crown. Yes, yes. Well, I am a queen, so... <laughs> you are a queen, certainly. Yeah. So in the show, we find out that the queen, you, mm-hmm. um, inherited the throne at the passing of her father, the previous king. So tell us more about that story. Yeah, so um, the king has unfortunately passed away. So the queen has ascended to the throne, um, and we're holding a tournament to find a new champion uh, for the realm. A new champion, yeah. a knight. Yeah, so one of the knights uh, to beat out all the other knights and become the queen's new champion. So what gave the company the idea to, to cast a, a matriarch? Were, were people asking for that? Yeah, Is so it- it's it's a, f- a lot of feedback from our visitors. Um, they wanted to see women featured more prominently. Um, we had surveys and focus groups, and that's really what we got from them. So uh, they decided to put a queen in charge instead of the king and just kind of shake things up a little bit. Uh, so the Toronto-based castle mm-hmm. will be the seventh medieval times in uh, North American location um, to roll out this new show. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other uh, major changes that were made? Uh, so we have new costumes, of course, as you can yeah. see by my dress. Uh, we have new choreography, new lighting, new music, lots of new stuff, but still the fan favorites, like the eating with your hands, the jousting, all of that is still there. So just kind of adding some new elements um, while keeping the things that everybody loves. Now, do you, you must find this show physically exhausting, which I imagine almost <laughs> everybody in the show, and you have 200 team members, yes. 20 horses trained mm-hmm. and... Is it exhausting? It's a it's a lot. Um, one of the biggest changes for the queens is that we're now riding uh, a horse in the show, which is a fantastic experience. Um, it's been a lot of fun to learn how to ride a horse for this role. Um, so that adds a little bit more um, physical work for us specifically. The knights, of course, are always doing the brunt of the physical work, and it's amazing to watch them uh, do their jobs. How long have you been with the show? I've been with uh, the show for three years. For three years. Yes. So we were talking before you came about how difficult it must have been to be doing your regular show and then to be rehearsing for this one Mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah, it was it was a lot, um, but it was a lot of fun and everyone was just really excited to get the new show out there. Um, So it was a little bit of a balancing act, uh, but it's it's something that we're all very happy to be doing. Well, that's going to be my new line. (laughs) What? Oh, it was lots of fun and a balancing act. <laughs> Instead of saying, I'm wiped. <laughs> I, I, are you, when you're riding, are you yeah. wearing I am this? wearing this, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a very Side new, saddle? Or, no, no, we're, we're riding, stride? yeah, a stride regular. Um, it's obviously something completely new to me just to learn how to ride. So learning how to ride with the dress was a complete, like... You're not a rider. No, start, no. You're, you are... They taught me at the castle, Yeah. Yeah, so... So, because you um, received a diploma from Seneca for acting and voice. Yes. 
Um, Born and raised in Peterborough. Yes. <laughs> so really, so how how do tell us about the casting process for getting the gig? Uh, so three years ago, I uh, came across a casting call for a princess. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> so I responded to that, and it was just really like any other casting call. I was given a script, and I learned a little monologue and auditioned. Um, and then when the new show came up, I was uh, lucky enough to be selected to continue on um, as the queen. As the queen, yeah, wow. So, so they don't within within the company as it exists. They move around the roles. They didn't sort of go outside for for new people. No, uh, we we stayed mostly internal, um, just because it worked out that everyone fit the new role. Um, we did hire uh, one new role um, externally. But um, this is a job that everyone really loves to do. Yes. So people don't leave it that often. Um, so bringing in new people, um, it happens, but not not very frequently. So you've been trained, but mm-hmm. what happens if you're sick or what happens if you go on vacation? Is there That's a great question. Yes. Yeah. So there is actually five of us who play the role of the queen, uh-huh. um, especially this time of year when we have shows Tuesday through Sunday. That's a lot of shows for one person to do. So there's five of us who do this role so we can kind of um, trade off and, and give everyone some time to enjoy being a queen. What's your favorite part of doing it? My favorite part um, is just being able to be a role model for all the women and young girls who come to the show. It's very um, inspiring to be able to play a woman who is strong and confident, but also fair and just. Not mm. so much like Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it like to be making history, if you will, in terms of this medieval times? I, I, I feel very honored to have this opportunity. Um, like I said, this is what our guests wanted. They wanted to see women featured more prominently, and I think that sells a lot. Um, and I, 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 I'm just honored to be, to be able to do this. Um, so what you, the riding, is that, was that hard for you to... Yeah, it was something that I was very nervous about. I was mm-hmm. very excited, but it is, it's a big animal, um, and so it's a little nerve-wracking. But our horse trainers are very, very good at what they do, and, and I was put at ease very quickly. Um, and, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Is there lots of jousting in this show? I love the jousting. Yeah, yeah. So we still have all the jousting um, from previous shows, uh, again, with new choreography for some of the fights. But there's definitely a lot of jousting, a lot of fights, a lot of action. A lot of action. And so you have to sit regally on your horse. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and memorize all these lines. Yeah, it's a lot of lines. Um, but that's that's my job, is to, to learn the lines. and. So from start to finish, because mm-hmm. it has been a while since yeah. my daughter's birthday party down there, um, how long, if, if people are going to come and experience yeah. it, how long? You arrive at... What time? Uh, it's an evening show. Yeah, so the doors open about an hour and 15 minutes mm-hmm. before the show starts. Because um, there's I, all that wonderful stuff yeah, to look at. Yeah, there's lots of stuff to look at in our Hall of Arms. Um, so they open about an hour and 15 minutes before the show. Um, it's called a table, so when you're brought in to your table in the arena, is about 20 minutes before the show starts. And then the show is a full two-hour tournament. Um, and then after the show, we come out for autographs and photos. So there's another about 20 minutes there that guests can hang around and chat with us and take pictures and get their crown signed. So what do people t- sort of typically ask you when they're when they're trying to get an autograph and chatting after the show? Um, 
so this show just opened, so I don't have uh, a lot from that, but I did have one woman who is about my age, so probably mid-20s, who came up to me shaking and laughing and crying, and it was a little bit of a bizarre experience to me, and she explained that they were just so happy to see a queen in charge, that she just couldn't contain herself, and that was a really great moment for me. I felt really, really happy to have uh, that type of reaction from a person. Now, we have tickets. We are actually giving away two family four-packs of tickets. And they're right here. Yes. Right here. <laughs> so in order to win them, you can head over to whatshesaidtalk.com and click on contest. But Mallory, where can people who aren't lucky enough to win uh, one of these family four-packs, where can they go to get tickets? Uh, you can go to medievaltimes.com. And slash Toronto. Yes. Or there is actually a number, if you've got a pen handy, or this will be up on our site, the phone number is, <laughs> I love this, you can remember this, <laughs> 188-WE-JOUST, <laughs> which is actually 935-6878. But saying 188-WE-JOUST is just a whole lot more fun. Um, and actually, it, it's, it's funny that you're in today because I recently cleaned out my furnace room in the basement <laughs> and one of the boxes of pictures I came up was my daughters at Medieval Times yeah. and they had worn long velvet dresses mm -hmm. to go down because it was the birthday party so it's it's there and the smile on their faces yeah. and being because the birthday person if you go for a birthday mm -hmm. they are given a little crown and there's extra special pictures and there's all kinds of good stuff yeah, that sure. you can do so it's a lot of fun thank you so much for, for coming in and uh and talk to us today, and I and I really think maybe we should like see more of the dress. This <laughs> yeah, is absolutely. What she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good to grow high interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half calf, half sweet, no foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now is Shelly Capuccio, the event coordinator at Participation House Markham, which has been providing support to adults with physical and developmental disabilities at seven locations in Markham 
for more than 46 years. Welcome to what she said. Thank you very much. When last we spoke with Participation House, you were planning Fashion Able. So tell us about the Fashion Able event. Um, What was the goal of the evening again? Just remind our listeners. And I want to know whether we made it. Well, Fashion Able was uh, an incredible evening. We had uh, over 350 people in attendance. Fashionable was our annual gala. This was our third annual uh, Fashionable gala. Mm -hmm. And it was at a wonderful venue. It was at Le Parc at uh, Leslie and Highway 7. Really nice. Um, It was a a great evening. Like I said, we had over 350 people in attendance. Our goal was $75,000 to build a van. Mm-hmm. campaign, which is continuing. Um, we didn't make the $75,000, but we were over halfway there. So we want to continue the Build-A-Van campaign mm-hmm. by asking our, our community to continue to donate to Participation House. Um, we are looking to find a sponsor or a dealership that will help us out uh, with our van because there's particular things that have to be put mm-hmm. into the van and Mm-hmm. Uh, prepared for it, but it was a great evening. And uh, Julie Black it, th- performed. That must have been Julie Black performed. Yes, she was. She was spectacular. She did her uh, her uh, song uh, Seven Day Seven Day Fool. Fool. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, she, she was, was magnificent. Really. She was. She was great. She got on. Uh, she got off the stage and she danced a little bit with uh, the audience, and yeah, then got yes. back up. And yeah, that she was, was very cool. engaging. Yes. Now the other she thing, of course, I was there. You weren't there. Kate, I, I wasn't. I, I had my my father was visiting from Australia, and it was his last night, so it was not not something. To do. But Christine was the MC, and I'm sure she did a fabulous job. She did a fabulous <laughs> yeah. job. Yeah, she started our evening. She ended our evening. It was great. But I must yeah, say that one of the other big stars of the show. Uh, were the owners of Big Lease. Absolutely. Big Lease now, shoes and clothing. I'm wearing now, my Big Lease shoes. Your Big Lease shoes. So am I wearing my Big Lease shoes. That <laughs> I haven't place been to Big Lease. Un- oh, have you not? I have not yet. Oh, my Shelly God. and I are like, we got to get no, there. No, as soon as you leave here, <laughs> jump in your car and off you go because you'll you'll die. It's, it's a woman's heaven. You know, a, a endless wine... And just cruise biglies. You could do that for eternity. Um, no, I, I, the owner was just unbelievable. They put on this fashion show. Uh, there were so many amazing community members who volunteered. Uh, they were great outfits. And yes. then what they donated. To explain the, the, the big prize that they donated. Um, well... That evening, uh, we auctioned off not only one, but two exclusive personal shopping nights at Bigley's. Um, There were, and I have my little booklet here, um, each guest received one free pair of shoes for eight guests, uh, a gourmet dinner, champagne, served by a a personal chef. The nights were in September or October. I'm not sure that they've actually gone yet, but it was... But I think a car also picked them up and took them up and brought yes, them back. A abso- limo. Yes. So this is oh, like... Oh, I'm going next this year. Is, yeah. This is... Like, <laughs> it yeah. includes, uh, includes transportation. So it was, yeah. a, it was like being 
part yeah. of the housewives of Bob Cajun. That kind of a life where they, <laughs> yes, where they all jump true. into a limo and go do something. They go to Hong Kong or they go to Paris or they go wherever. Well, yeah. in this case, they were yeah. going to Bigley's. Can you imagine sipping champagne on the way up and then getting there and just going crazy with shoes? And we were actually able to auction off two Bigley well, shopping. they did one. Yes. And then they were still sort of... and. They came out and said, guess what? We've decided to do another. Just a big surprise. Total surprise. Everybody was just, and that one went like that. We raised over $10,000 in a few frantic minutes. Yeah. So how far are you with the van then? Because you're still missing. Just over halfway. You're missing $30,000 or more, maybe 40. We are. So have have you been able to order it yet or no? No. No. We haven't. So, um... So now tell us about the annual golf tournament, because funds raised there will go towards the van as well, or no? They won't, actually. This is, um, the funds raised at the golf tournament will support our physical exercise program. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a gym program Mm -hmm. that we are um, very proud of. It's, It's continuing, and we hope it continues, and with the support of the community, it will continue. Um, our 26th annual golf tournament is at Emerald Hills this year. Ooh. Mm, very, very prestigious, very spectacular. It's really nice. I've, I've actually worked there and played on that course. It's great. We want to continue the gym program. Now, the gym program is, is it allows our residents and clients to continue to maintain their physical strength and remain active. And it's through this golf tournament that we're able to enhance and enrich the quality of life each and every day for our clients and residents. The gym program, imagine not having the muscle strength to lift a spoonful of food. So one of our residents has the use of his right arm, and he uses the strength program Mm -hmm. to continue to keep his biceps active Mm -hmm. so that he can wheel his wheelchair with just his one arm. So that's how important the gym program is, because not only does it give you strength, I mean, this makes him independent. Mm-hmm. He's able to go down the halls. He's able to get to his, you know, the diner. He's able to eat his food. I mean, it, it just makes a huge difference in the life of these, mm-hmm. of the, of the, our clients and our residents. Oh, well, so the, pro- the proceeds from the golf tournament will, will go to support the physical exercise, exercise. program. You said you have it at the Markham location, but I, uh, it, it may be going to an, an, a new location as well. Well, Participation ha- Butternut Lane is our residence. Mm-hmm. Participation House Markham Head Office mm-hmm. is actually at a different location. Ah. And now we're moving on to the Markham Stovell Hospital site. Oh, really? Oh. So we are moving in a couple of weeks. The oh, head office cool. is moving head in a couple of weeks. Yes. Yeah. So we'll be a little bit closer to actually um, the house, <laughs> the residence. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's good. Well, well that drive. sounds like fun. So uh, can people start uh, signing up for this golf tournament now? Absolutely. It is on our on our website. I brought the brochure with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Thursday, September 20th. Mm-hmm. At Emerald Hills, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, starts uh, registration is at phmarkham.ca mm-hmm. slash golf. Mm-hmm. So you can register. It's two twenty five a single. A foursome is nine hundred dollars. We have a three course meal. We have a fabulous course to play. We have silent auction, live auction. Um, it's it's going to be a, f- a fabulous day. Uh, Ten thirty is uh, registration. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12.30 is scramble format. That's great because everybody's back from vacation and, and it yeah. won't be yeah. that hot, 
<laughs> Hopefully. Now, are there other ways that people can get involved with Participation House? Absolutely. Our participationhouse.net. Mm-hmm. You can go to donate. We'd love to have volunteers. Volunteers are so important. I mean, they're they're the forward people. If we don't have our volunteers, we, we don't have anything. We need mm-hmm. volunteers. So the ladies who helped us um, with the Big Lease fashion show, I mean, all our volunteers are, are spectacular. There were we're, tons of them. And they were so devoted, so dedicated, you know. And isn't doesn't one of them have a car dealership out there? I mean, come on. <laughs> no, like, I'm, this I'm, is, think, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking if anybody is listening, I yeah. mean, come on, if you live in York region and you have a dealership, doesn't matter. Uh, you know, imagine having your name on a bus that benefits members of the community. Absolutely. That says so much. And I know that, that car dealerships have, are super generous. Maybe they just don't know about it, you know, because they are all super, super generous and usually highly involved in the community. Um, That's true. I believe I'm going to have to give Shanahan Ford a call because we know them quite well, sort of uh, related to them. Maybe they would be... Thank you. Maybe I think I think we can put the hard word on on them. But again, uh, tell everybody. So, Participation House's twenty sixth annual golf tournament is on Thursday, September twentieth, at the Emerald Hills Golf Club in Stouffville. So, Shelley Capucci, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good to grow high interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the stand-up drop-in series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com tc or call 416-340-7270. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Just call my name I'll be there in a hurry On that you can depend and never worry
Joining us now for On the Record is musicologist Eric Alper, and today we are talking about songs with a spoken part. Yeah, so in theater, a monologue is a speech presented by the single character, which often expresses their mental thoughts aloud. And in music, it's a time when the artist can slow things down a little bit, emote a little bit, and share some more personal memories or thoughts of the songs, completely breaking down the, the song itself, and then you get back into the original. So that was Diana Ross's Ain't No Mountain High Enough. It, and the song was originally written by Ashford and Simpson back in 1966. And the the song was first successful as a hit single recorded by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell and then became another hit single back in 1970 recorded by Diana Ross. The song became Diana Ross's first solo number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 and nominated for a Grammy Award. Fun fact that Motown record president Barry Gordy hated the spoken word segment of the song because he thought that people just wanted to slow dance or fast dance throughout and that the spoken word part would just completely make everybody lose their footing so to speak so to speak (laughs) (laughs) I just did I wonder if you're lonesome tonight you know someone said the world's a stage and each must play a part fate had me playing in love with you as my sweetheart act one was where we met I loved you at first glance Gee, I don't recognize that. Uh, that? (laughs) Yeah, that's Elvis Presley. And at 4 o'clock in the morning on April the 4th, Elvis began recording Are You Lonesome Tonight, accompanied by an acoustic guitar, drums and bass, and the backup group, The Jordanaires. After the second take... Elvis Presley hated the song so much he wanted to just stop recording and never see it again. But the producer decided to hang on to it for a couple of days and give it back to Elvis Presley and ask him to put it on the album. And not even thinking about a single, it actually became one of Elvis Presley's best loved singles um, because a producer decided that he knew better than Elvis Presley, especially with that breakdown in the song of Elvis's monologue. Well, thankfully, he, you know, had a great sense of self-importance because he was absolutely (laughs) right. right. Exactly. Final Tap and Stonehenge. The greatest rock and roll band that ever existed. The greatest movie ever. And for sure. For people who don't know, Spinal Tap is a mockumentary or a rockumentary about uh, a fictional band called Spinal Tap. And it's made up of members of Saturday Night Live and Second City and SCTV. Um, if you haven't seen it, go see it. But one of the main and most popular songs they have is a song called Stonehenge. And the breakdown is in ancient times, hundreds of years before the dawn of history, lived a strange strange race of people, the Druids. And it goes <laughs> even more bizarre from there. So go check that out. And turn it all the way up to 11. <laughs> this is the end. Beautiful prayer. This is the end. My only friend, the end of a 
door is the I end. Can't, this is the I end. I can't even, I, I don't know how much I can actually say about this song. But of course, a lot of people know this song because it was one of the most, um, mo- best loved segments of Apocalypse Now. But shortly past the midpoint of The Doors, the end of the nearly 12-minute song that's found on the album, the song enters the spoken word section with the words, The Killer Woke Before Dawn. And that section reaches a dramatic climax. And it's actually Jim Morrison telling the story of a PDS Rex that he studied when he was at Florida State University. So he wasn't really being bizarre or controversial for just its sake. He was actually doing theater in the middle of a musical song. You too, Bullet the Blue Sky? During a spoken word passage of this song that's found on Ral and Hum, Bono, the lead singer, speaks of being approached by a man with his face red like a rose on the thorn bush, like all the colors of a royal flush. He's peeling off those $100 bills, slapping him down, 100 200 The Bono has said that the person that he had in mind was former U.S. President Ronald Reagan, whose administration backed the military regime in Central and North America that Bono had encountered during his earlier trip and in one of the most politically charged moments of a spoken word segment in any song in music history. And you can find that again on the Rowland Hum album. And that is where you have the spoken word parts in the songs that we love. I wonder what they're going to write about Trump. No, I, th- we can't say that on the radio. <laughs> That's for sure. Eric, we will talk to you again next weekend. Thank you Perfect. very much. Thanks for having me. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at whatshesaidtalk.com. On the road again, going places that I've never been. Seeing things that I may never see again Road tripping season is here and joining us now is our travel expert Candace Derricks from lifeinpleasantville.com who is going to share some of her favorite road trip destinations in Ontario. I went on a road trip uh, with my father who's visiting, went to Prince Edward County for the first time. That, okay, well you've just uh, beaten me to the punch. <laughs> did I really? You really did. I Prince Edward see. County is really an up and coming area mm-hmm. in Ontario mm-hmm. and it is a fabulous place to go road tripping there's like there's an arts trail there yep uh antiquing obviously mm-hmm. wineries mm-hmm. uh cider have, yes they have quite a, a food uh it's f- become a bit of a food destination yep. as well mm-hmm. um saint Anne's spa is in the area not too far from it mm-hmm. uh so there is a lot to do in that area and it's such a, it is such a fun road trip in the summer well but we left from from toronto yep got to port hope mm-hmm. had a coffee Yep. And a Danish. <laughs> Danish in. Then took Highway 2. Okay. So we were winding through and yep. went into Wellington, Picton. We had lunch at nice. Devonshire, at uh, the Drake Devonshire, mm-hmm. um, which was a pretty yep. little spot. Um, and then we drove all the way up to Lake on the Mountain because apparently it's a geological uh, mystery. Oh, okay. Uh, they don't know where the water so- source is, but it's a lake I'll on top. So that. we kept on wondering when the mountain was going to pop up. And the woman up there, when we got another coffee, said it's really more like Lake on a Hill, but the mountain <laughs> sounds better. But it was, and, and we left at nine yeah. and we're back at five. It Isn't was that a great? perfect eight hour 
nice day trip with a few stops. It is a very nice, and you know, it's good. It's because it's close to Ottawa. It's close to Kingston, mm-hmm. Toronto. It really is a nice day trip. Mm-hmm. Um, other places I would recommend are uh, Ontario Highlands, which is uh, stretches it actually stretches from Halliburton Highlands to the Ottawa Valley. So it's a, it's quite a big area. And a couple of favorite, my favorite towns in there would be Perth and Almont. And there's lots to do, outdoor adventure, uh, again, the antiquing, the shopping, whatever you're looking for, family entertainment. Uh, another great place is, for me, is Lake Huron. I grew up in London, Ontario, so I grew up along that whole place. And I swear that Lake Huron is, in the summer, that water can rival the blue in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. It's it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, the Pinery, Grand Bend, Bayfield, Kincardine, Godridge, all along that um, Highway 21 are great places to stop and, and spend time uh, with your family or your spouse. Uh, another one great one is the Highway 17 or the Trans-Canada Highway that runs um, from Ottawa um, to Pembroke through Algonquin, Thunder Bay, Sault Ste. Marie. You know what? I've never been to Algonquin Park. Oh, you're missing out. I know. Well, before yeah. you go to Algonquin Park, you better make sure that your car can make it. Yeah. So, well, uh, this is why I'm here because um, I've been working with Cal Tire now for about three years. And, and every year we, we sort of try to educate people um, about what they need to know. And this year, Cal Tire is really putting the focus on your tires uh, because a lot of people are driving around with flats. So 50% of the vehicles on the road in Canada have at least one tire that is either over or underinflated by more than 10%. Okay. And you might think, well, that's not a big deal, right? But it is actually because it can compromise your handling. Mm-hmm. It increases your risks of blowouts and crashes, uh, shortens your tire life, uh, reduces your fuel consumption. So these are big things. So you're, you know, something you might think is not a big deal, your what your tire inflated to is actually a huge deal. Yeah, but I, I also think that people don't um, think about the difference in temperature. I have all season on the on the car that oh, we. Oh, Cal Tire will tell you. No. I know I have all season on one, one <laughs> Not car. to have all season. No, no, you, no, 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 no you, you need, need winter tires. tires. But this is a car that I only drive in the summer. But yeah. it sits. Oh, it sits a lot over the winter. We might take it around the block. Sure. Um, but I noticed that just in the change in the temperature, and that's yeah. so that's a good time to remember to check. Absolutely, your and you can go buy a Cal Tire and have them check it. So other things you need to check are your fluids, obviously, your your transmission, your coolant, your brake, all these things you want to think about. Your wipers. I can't tell you how many times I've ended up in a storm, and I'm like, these wipers stink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your wiper blades. <laughs> and it's yeah. just something you never think to check, right? right. Until of course you need it. Uh, your tires. Just circling back to that again. You want to check for uneven wear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and make sure and that if you go to Cal Tire, you can find all sorts of resources to know. So you can just check that yourself. It's K-A-L, right? K-A-L, T-I-R-E, yep. And you can just go there and you can find all the information on that. You want to check your lights, your brakes, your headlights, uh, your turn signals to make sure they're all working. And, of course, your battery. The last one is you want to make sure there's gas in it. <laughs> and the reason Candace, I say that. you're smiling. Know, is there no, a reason no, you said I'm that? I'm laughing at uh, this because I remember my kids coming back in the car and saying, we've got a problem. It's not working. <laughs> and uh, I called Dan and Dan said, well, why don't you just get three liters of gas and see if maybe that's the issue. And sure enough, it was the sensor in the gas tank. Yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is I think when you're leaving on a trip, it's so great if you just make sure you have gas in it the night before, because there's nothing worse than the morning. You get up, you pack the yeah, car, you're ready to go, to stop. and you got to stop at the gas station. It's, you know, you just want to get on the road. So make sure you're filled up the night before your trip and ready to go. So where can people go to learn more about all this? They can go to lifeinpleasantville.com for more road trip ideas and to make sure their car is up to stuff, snuff. They can go to caltire.com and get all kinds of information there. So it's K-A-L-T-I-R-E. Yes. Dot com. Yes. 
All right, Candace Derricks, thank you so much. Thank you. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good to grow high interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. <sighs> Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. Yay! And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us today is the founder and chair of the board of the Melanoma Network of Canada and a three-time survivor, Annette Sear. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you so much. Now, a three-time survivor, I've got to start there. Tell us what happened. Well, um, back in 2001, I had a... I didn't, couldn't even see it, actually. It was a small mole. It was on the bottom of my ankle. Mm-hmm. And I actually waited about a year to actually have it go, you know, go and have it checked out. And I went to see my doctor, referred me to a derm, and the derm said it doesn't look like anything. But when they took it out, it ended up being confirmed as melanoma. Uh, fortunately, it was felt to be caught early at that mm-hmm. point in time. But it ended up... Um, you know, uh, there was a 97% chance it wouldn't come back. I was in that 3%. So it ended up coming back about six years later, spreading up my leg. And then um, again in 2012. So it went through, you know, tremendous amount of um, surgeries and scans and CTs and MRIs and all sorts of skin grafts. It was a nasty, it was a nasty treatment, let me tell you. Wow. And then, so now the prognosis now, how does it well, I'm still a high-risk um, patient. I, I'm, uh, you know, at advanced stage, but uh, fortunately I'm free of disease. So, you know, I just, uh, I think it's really incumbent um, to, to create some awareness about this disease and how, you know, who knew a small little mole, you know, something so small could potentially take your life. Okay, so I, I want to go there next because I know this. I know that a small mole can change your life, but I don't know what I'm looking for. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. I think, you know, even our, our GPs, who we think are our frontline physicians, are not trained to really to spot it. And they're the ones that we think are the ones that are, mm-hmm. you know, looking at us naked when we're getting our <laughs> annual checkup, right? They're supposed Poor to things. Know. Poor things. <laughs> yeah, believe me, I just was at my derm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. But there is something on our website and on many uh, websites, including CDA and such, too, called the ABCDEs of melanoma. And it gives you some pictures of what to look for. So what is a normal mole and then what what to look for so the a is asymmetry so if the mole is not a a nice circle and round a a normal mole looks round one that's potentially of concern has different sides to it and when you fold it in half it wouldn't look the same if it had irregular borders around it um, like a scalloped edge if Mm -hmm. it if the colors of that mole look different sometimes they can be multicolored melanomas can have black blue brown pink, red. Is a mole always raised? Um, Oftentimes it is. Most often it is. 
Okay. So that's the A, asymmetry. B, the border. You, right. You discussed that. Yeah. The, the, the ragged, uneven. Or, so yes. it should be a mirror image, basically. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so C is for color. Yeah, absolutely. So the different colors sometimes in yeah. the mold. And, you know, you can't always see it from a, from a naked eye. So what what needs to be happening is if uh, the, I'll go through the D is diameter okay. as well, which is size. If it's, if it's larger than about six millimeters, which is about the end of a pencil eraser, okay. then you should probably have it checked as well. Mm-hmm. And, but the one I think is most important is the E of, of those A, B, C, D, E's, which is the evolving and changing. Most often people that have a problematic um, molar lesion have a change in it. It's either been there forever and now it's changing, it's growing, um, it's itching, it's oozing, it's bleeding. A lot of times people say, oh, gee, I nicked it in the shower or it rubbed right. up against exactly. my bra strap yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. You know, But that's your body also telling you that it needs to be checked out. And the best person to check that out is is your dermatologist and it's difficult to get into them let me tell you but you know when do you when need a referral you do need a referral from your family physician so if you can get into a derm they'll oftentimes use what they call a dermatoscope and which actually looks down into the mole itself to tell them if it's a potential uh, melanoma so that's really the the definitive answer okay let's tackle sunscreen yes i have a sister-in-law who feels that using sunscreen she's putting more chemicals on her body than she she's doing more worse for her than she's doing good (laughs) is what i'm trying to say and i argue with her on this all the time you're not the only one honestly quite honestly it's it's a common urban myth out there you know if you think about the products that we use on a daily basis open up a can of soup and look at the what the ingredient list Mm -hmm. is on that Uh, toothpaste uh, soap and such we don't know necessarily all of those ingredients but all of those ingredients have to be approved by health canada and health canada will not approve something that's going to be toxic to the body so these are these are all given a drug identification number they can only be actually sold in a pharmacy you'll never find mm-hmm. them at a 7-eleven so all of these products have been tested and you know the concentrations of the different types of ingredients that are in sunscreen are, are not fa- found to be harmful to one system there's a lot of speculation out there but that's a common thing what's more dangerous is exposing yourself to uh, levels of uv radiation on high concentration days like today, which the UV index, I bet you, is seven or eight at minimum today. And, uh, you know, although we've had a, a awful, cold, wet, wet rainy um, spring. Mm. Here, we, here we, comes the sun. <laughs> here's the sun. But we need to be out there enjoying that. And we, we need to Yeah, vitamin D. You know, we... Well, but vitamin D is another one of those myths that we like to dispel a little bit. Your body, yes, does produce some vitamin D when there's exposure, but it shuts down within a few minutes of exposure outside. Uh, You cannot get sufficient levels of vitamin D from the sun, and it's a more dangerous way to do it, as well as getting premature wrinkles and aging and brown spots and nastiness. I'm all about hats. I think think hats should be just uh, (laughs) Well, looking at your coloring, I'm glad. (laughs) I'm looking at that going, yes. But, you know, vitamin D production, you're safer to to get your vitamin D through, through a bottle. It's cheap. It's it's effective. Um, uh, in Canada, it's recommended 1,000 milligrams of uh, vitamin D a day. Uh, and that's for just about everybody, children um, included. So always check with your doctor, but that's the recommendation. So. so what should we be looking for when we choose a sunscreen? Well, I think it's the first thing is the one you're going to wear. 
So you know what? The the if the fight is always on whether I'm going to wear this goopy, greasy <laughs> sunscreen, there are so many great products out there today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Neutrogena, L'Oreal, all of them make wonderful products. They've lots of face ones that are really don't put a shine on, and mm-hmm. a lot of the cosmetics now have you know a thirty percent a thirty SPF in it as well. But you want to look for a product that has a broad spectrum um, base to it, so it covers both UVA and mm-hmm. UVB. Those are the two types of rays that uh, that hit us as human beings and on, on Earth. Uh, UVA is the one uh, the rays that tend to penetrate deeper and cause what we what is considered to be genetic damage. So mm-hmm. alters the DNA and potentially leads to other skin cancers or melanoma. B is the burning rays, which uh, we also have to protect. So I believe most of the uh, sunscreens in Canada have both of those, but you want to make sure that that's the case, and you also want to make sure that you apply it um, consistently and reapply it after sweating. Apply liberally. Liberally. <laughs> we don't use enough of it. So when you think an SPF is a 30, if we don't put enough of it on, we're probably not getting that level of protection. Okay, now let's talk about <laughs> tanning beds. Oh, I God. tell my daughters there is no such thing as a base tan. No. Any tan, you've done damage to your skin. Absolutely. You've heard the message. I'm glad to okay. hear that. We were able to get the, the uh, tanning beds banned for access for 18 and under um, mm-hmm. back in, I think, 2011 now it is. But it, it's not healthy for anyone. I mean, the World Health Organization has pointed that out. Um, time and time again, physicians, all the medical communities in this country will tell you it is not healthy. It is absolutely not healthy. The rays in a, 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 the UV radiation emitted in a tanning bed is five to ten times stronger than midday sun. So you're going to get zapped with high dose radiation, and you know a, a simple exposure could could create uh, cancer down the road. Okay. Now, now um, <laughs> MNC provides services, information programs for people and families whose lives have been changed by melanoma. Where can people go to find out more information? Visit our website, okay. Melanoma Network. Work.ca. Um, give us a call. We have a 1-800 number. Take advantage of our programs. We have a national walk. We have a national uh, camp program for prevention. Um, we pr- provide all sorts of support uh, materials, information, meetings for patients right across the country. That is uh, amazing. And thank you so much um, for, for doing this and, and raising awareness. My pleasure. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler.
Well, Wake Me Up at the Crack of Dawn, that's the brand new single by Toronto-based funk R&B band Crack of Dawn, who are legends in Toronto. And in studio with us now, we have Michael Dunstan, who's responsible for those vocals, and Alvin Jones, who you just heard playing the sax. Welcome to What She Said, gentlemen. Thank you for having us. Nice to be here. Yeah. Now, for people who may not know, Crack of Dawn was formed in the mid-70s and was actually the first black band to be signed by a major uh, record company in Canada, really paving the way for future generations Mm -hmm. of R&B and reggae musicians. And you're back with a new album. What prompted that? Well, uh, to be honest, I mean, we've certainly been uh, doing a lot of reunions over the years. And the first one uh, that we did was about 1985. It was at the Blue Note, which is on Pears Avenue. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were coming in after Junior Walker and the All-Stars. And uh, we didn't know, but the place was packed every day from Monday to Sunday. Uh, you had to play an entire week back in those days. So uh, the club owner actually asked us, can you guys do another week? Because I guess he lost some money on the, uh, <laughs> the other guy. So uh, we actually did two weeks. So we've been doing reunions over the years for a number of years. And uh, we didn't really stay together because the guitar player in our group uh, has a group called Messenger. And, of course, they had signed with Warner Brothers in the 80s. And they were doing quite well back then. So everybody sort of went their own way and, and did a bunch of other projects. So what was it like putting together an album after a few years off? <laughs> Well, for me, um, I was an orig- wasn't an original member, but mm-hmm. I was in a band called Future Shock at the time when I came across mm-hmm. the border from the states, rehearsing right next door to Cracker Dawn when they signed the contract. So Cracker Dawn was rehearsing to go on the road to play coliseums or what have you. I was rehearsing to go on the road to play bars with Future Shock. I heard them. I heard the singer, and we met in the hallway. And I never seen the band after. They that. never looked back. These guys hired me uh, five years ago. That's all. So what's next for the band? Uh, well, we're uh, coming out with a, with a um, I guess we're doing a remix on one of the songs, the uh, Crack of Dawn song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the one that you have. Yep. Yeah, so we're doing a remix right now. It's being done in Miami. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, gonna, we're looking to add some other people onto it and cool. then uh, send it over to, uh, to Europe. So where can people find you online and connect with your music? We are everywhere online. <laughs> Amazon, iTunes. Uh, you name it, we're on it. Tindal. Uh, Tindal, Tidal, Tidal. And you name it. Uh, you can buy our CDs at uh, CD Baby if you want the real cassettes. You can actually buy them uh, uh, at the stores. Or in all Sunrise the, Records. Sunrise Records Perfect. right across Canada. Across That's Sochi. awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. That is it for What She Said. We'll be back tomorrow at noon on 105.9 The Region and singing us out now in our live studio sessions. Here is Michael Dunstan from Crack of Dawn who will be performing the new single Crack of Dawn.
Your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. 
Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.